Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. A futurologist. Okay. Is that even a thing? I, I don't guess know. it is. I guess that's a job. Uh, this futurologist shares what uh, he believes will be mainstream by 2050. Now, that's what, 28 years from now? Okay. I don't even know if I'll be. <laughs> will I be around? Uh, may, I'll be. I'll be just hanging on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, beyond that banana. You better hope a cure for psoriasis is on this list. <laughs> oh, you can pick up by 2050 a new liver at every corner right. store. Okay. Uh, so this guy believes things that'll be mainstream by 2050 will include households. Using drones to stock the fridge. Okay. We'll grow food in vertical farms where fields stretch upwards, not outwards. Oh. Which I guess makes sense for use of land. Yeah, it's just, you know, I guess if you do it hydroponically because you can't think the ones on the bottom will get as much sunlight as the ones on top. Can you get me that tomato at the top? Right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Um, kitchens, he believes, will operate in 2050 almost entirely without water, using ultrasonic waves to clean surfaces. Also, washing machines will use high-tech beads to destroy dirt. Oh, okay. That's good. Interesting. On the west side of uh, North America, they're always uh, so struggling to it get sounds water. Sounds like a Dyson-type thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Let's get on that. That sounds cool. As for space, from 2030 onwards, we'll see many Mars programs kicking in. And within that decade, men and women will be landing on Mars and creating self-sustaining economies. We really have just decided, screw this ball we live on, haven't yeah. we? We've really just said, you know, it's been here for millions and millions of years. And in the last 200 years, we flushed it. <laughs> and now we're just like, ah, like squatters right. in an Airbnb. Screw it. We're leaving. But that's, isn't that a kind of our nature? Is that what we do? You know, in general, even if we're fixing up the house we're living in, yeah. it's always because, well, I can get more value for it if I get to the new place. <laughs> but the problem is we're not fixing this place. No. We're literally just saying. Well, some are trying to fix it. We flooded the basement. Forget it. Right. Yeah. Uh, eating bugs will be normalized by 2050. Well, we already know that the cricket eating is a thing. Yeah, I'm not big on it. Well, I know. And and uh, you but might maybe, be in trouble. Maybe there's more like cricket powders and flowers and that sort of that thing. That sort of thing. I mean, the real push is to stop eating the cows because of the methane. That's one of the problems they say is part of the global warming is mm. the cows farting. <laughs> and you. Right. <laughs> we figured cows out. and me. We've, after the cow. <laughs> we figured out the methane problem. Right. It's a guy named Mike Luck out of Oshawa, Ontario. <laughs> I'm trying to do my best to reduce the number of cows. <laughs> That's a good point. Right. They can't be farting if they're dead. I'm eating as much steak as I can. <laughs> but I'm replacing the methane production is the only problem. The lazy guy in me loves this one. In 2050, this futurologist says there will be bins that automatically separate recycling. Oh, Perfect. wow. I can't wait to get there. Somebody came up with a list of uh, once normal baby names that pop culture basically ruined. Top of the list, of course, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> now a specific kind of entitled white lady. 
Mario is a name that's now ru- uh, ruined because we just considered a video game character. Mm, okay. Chad, like Karen, but see, I, that's not right because we've learned that it's Terry. Terry is the uh, male version. Right. Although I get the Chad because Chad seems like spoilt and entitled as well. Gotcha. But I've always known the uh, the male counterpart to be a Terry. Although that is an odd thing about men and women. Why is it that we see so many Karens, but not that many dudes freaking out? Or do we? Or maybe uh, the women are just... Oh, yeah, we do We do see it. We just. I think there's probably, unfairly, an expectation that women aren't going to go off the handle like that, that they can handle it better. Right, right, right. Yeah, I guess we do see dudes a lot of and raving. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. We're always so shocked, like you know, the woman who decided to like drop her guts on the floor of a coffee shop. Right. You know, yes. The, that that's something a dude would do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are once normal baby names that uh, pop culture have basically ruined. Katrina. Okay. Of course, yep. hurricanes and so. Uh, Siri and Alexa. I mean, Siri's kind of an odd name to begin with. Yeah, I knew one Siri in university. Oh, yeah? I'd never heard the name before and since. The problem with her is she never shut up. Right. <laughs> She's always right. <laughs> Thinks she knows everything. Uh, Dick and Fanny. Okay, yeah. I mean, who would... I, I, in, in 2022, who's naming their kid Dick or Fanny? Anyway? Right. Uh, Donald, of course, because it's associated with uh, Trump. Waldo. Again, another name. Who's who's naming their kid Waldo? Right, and losing him. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's some karma at play if you named your kid Waldo yeah. and then couldn't find him somewhere. Could you imagine if you did and you were at the mall and you go, Oh, my to- goodness, wait, everybody stop. Where is Waldo? <laughs> you go to customer service. I lost my son. What's his name? Waldo. That's great. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're just wondering where is Waldo? You would have to always dress him in that red and yes, red right. and white striped sweater. He's going to look like a candy cane with for his that life. stupid hat. Uh, Damien. Well, ever since the Omen came out in the seventies, you can't name your kid Damien. Mm. Uh, and of course, the all-time great Adolf. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's pop culture that ruined that. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you actually started a book, Lucky, and finished the book? Oh, it's been some time. Thousand people were asked uh, about how many books they've read in the past year, and uh, and it, you didn't even have to finish the book. Just did you did you start it? Did you read any part of it? So this means like reading the first chapter or the first page, right? Uh, and you know, ebooks and audiobooks, all that they count, um, but only one in four of us have uh, finished a book. I've finished? Yeah, yeah. I started Dave Grohl's Storyteller, but I haven't been all the way through it. I yet. just just finished it. Yeah. It's yeah. a good uh, me. A problem for me is reading is is instant asleep. Oh really? Yeah. I have uh, I have a, an e reader uh, and uh, it's great. It keeps track of all the books I've read and I've like got like seven hundred and fifty hours of reading. Holy cow! Over fifty or sixty. That's books. a lot of toilet time. It is. Since I well yeah, and I used to. I agree with you about falling asleep while reading. That used to be my go to to knock myself out at any time.
And I always have it with me whenever we go anywhere. When I'm sleeping in a, in a strange bed in a hotel or at a cottage, right? I'm always just very uh, aware that I might not be able to get to sleep because it's a different environment. Gotcha. So the book will always knock you out. Yeah, I like to think, and I've I've done this like going on vacation. You go to like an all inclusive. Oh, but a lot of the time sitting on oh, the beach, I'll take a book. Yeah. Like, like I like to think that that's yeah. yeah it doesn't happen. No, way. it doesn't. I mean, I haven't actually cracked like a book book. Like a real in my hands book in a in a very long time. Okay, it's all on the uh, the Kobo. Or all right. Whatever. I did uh, years ago. Uh, David bought me a a hard copy uh, of the uh, Godfather, the original uh, book, and I, I read that, and that, that was terrific because I've you know watched the movie ten thousand times. And right. There's a lot going on in that book that never showed up in the movies. So. There was a time I was really into the the Grisham novels. Yeah. And I thought you know, and I went through a, a, a phase where I read all of them, like a ton of them. For me, it's all autobiographies, like Dave Grohl's. Right. Although I guess he's going to have to add another chapter to the end of this thing. It's uh, it's at one point he just talks about the love of all his bandmates. Yeah. How the Foo Fighters are a family. That's tough. And he goes into this long bit about Taylor, and yeah, it's it's a tough read. Anyhow, does yeah. Penthouse Letters uh, count as a <laughs> forum as a, as a book? <laughs> I was in a small university town. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, sent there for work. I I spent a lot. It's the most reading I did at 15 years of age. That in the driver's handbook. <laughs> There's a uh, a key to a happy marriage. It's a rule. It's a two 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 rule, and it is said if you incorporate this into your marriage, your marriage will remain happy. Okay. If there's such a thing, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a pretty easy uh, rule to follow the two right. two rule. Okay, although um, might get a little pricey. This two 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 rule. The first two means a date night every two weeks. Oh, okay. Or uh, twice a month if that's easier for you to figure right. out. That works. So now remember, these aren't hard fast rules; just a guideline. Uh huh. The second two stands for a weekend away every two months. Okay. From each other or together? <laughs> I think together. Oh, okay. I think you're supposed to go together. <laughs> yeah. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Babe, I want us to be happy, so I'll be away for the weekend. <laughs> Now, again, that's a, a tough one because that can get expensive. If you've ever just gone away for the weekend, right. like a thousand bucks easy, uh-huh. you know, hotels and food and all that. And the third two means a full week away every two years, ideally without your kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I would say if you just don't have children, you'll be happy anyhow. <laughs> uh, but again, that, that can get pricey. And, you know, how many... Um, families, how many husbands and wives, once children are, uh, are in the picture, how many of you actually do take vacations away from the kids? I mean, and it probably is good. And, you know, good for the kids as well. It, it gives you a little bit of separation. Mm. You can miss each other a bit, you know. I remember when um, Marie and I bailed on the kids when they were very young. And when we were, uh, we were, you know, getting excited to get home and see them, they were like, probably like, Five and three, something like that. We left them home alone. <laughs> Put out a food bowl. They, they were, were fine. They were fine. Um, but I remember us getting, like, coming home from the airport, even on the flight home, we were like, ah, oh, you know, can't wait to see him, miss him. It's been a week. It's, you know. We, we get home. We get in the house. They were staying with my mother-in-law. So we get into her house, 
And if we walk in the front door, they're both standing there in the uh, hallway. They look at us. They go, hi. And they just carry on. Yeah. Like we hadn't even. <laughs> when you expect them to run oh, into your arms. You and... know, that's why you need a dog. At least a dog would appreciate. <laughs> really excited. Home. Yeah. 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 He'll pee on himself. So, yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's good uh, to uh, to get away. Uh, from the uh, from the kids certainly helps to keep the marriage and and it's just it it freshens things up and of course uh, when you're at home you just go through this con- you know ongoing groundhog day cycle of rinse and repeat mm-hmm. you know uh but when you get away and you can actually sit there and uh, you know have a conversation or uh, kind of clue into one another a little bit outside of just what time is hockey practice or where do we have to be next right you know? yeah it's nice have you and Adrian ever taken a, a trip away, just the two of you? Not a full week, and we've had really, weekends eh? here or there, a lot of times associated with weddings or, or some right. event that we've got going on. Right. But you never hopped on a flight somewhere and no. split for a week. Right. Sounds good, though. Yeah. Well, soon you might be able to. I mean, how, uh, what's seven now? He's 12? 13. 13? Yeah. Yeah, I guess he could. I mean, I don't know what the, the laws are in regards to leaving a child alone for an extended period of time. No, oh, I don't think they're ready for that. No. He can, no, he no, can, no. He can babysit and he can a couple of more years. Say, stay on his own a little bit, but that's. I that's... remember my parents bailing. I want to say I was like 15 and my sister was probably like 11 or 10 and they <laughs> took off for a week really? a few times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take care of your sister? Yeah, basically. No, she took care of me. Right. Help me clean up. I just had a bunch of people over smoking dope. No doubt. Yeah. That was different. It was just different. Different it was, times. It was just the 70s. And, yeah. and, you know, and there wasn't all the social media heat that's on parents nowadays. I mean, if anybody judged my parents for it, it would have been just on our street. A few neighbors would have known. Right. You know what I mean? Wow. They were probably tasked with looking out for you. Yeah, probably. I probably we probably went and stayed at my buddy's place or had dinner there. Or, yeah, my father threw us a twenty bucks and said, "Order a pizza, <laughs> make it last a week." <laughs> Have you ever heard of the term "quiet quitting"? Quiet quitting? Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think so. It's uh, it's what I've been doing for decades. <laughs> <laughs> it's not when you actually quit your job. It's just means it just means you stop caring so much oh. and refuse to go the extra mile. Right. Uh, a lot of people are doing that these days. Basically, you choose only to perform your specific job duties. So instead of giving one hundred and ten percent, you back it off to whatever you can get away with without getting fired. Right. <laughs> Yes. The bare minimum. Yeah. But I lead my whole life that way. Yeah. Bare minimum. <laughs> the goal is to make sure there's room for other stuff in your life so you're not a workaholic. But obviously there is a fine line between having a good work-life balance and just being lazy. Uh-huh. It's possible the pandemic lockdown has caused some of this. People who were overworked finally got a break, realized the free time is nice and wanted more of it. And the felt, uh, the fact that the wealth gap is widening probably doesn't help either when it seems that's impossible a, to get ahead. A huge factor in it. Yeah, right. people just go, well, why bother? Right. What, you know. Right. Well, well, I mean, if you're, you're, you're swimming in it and you're just struggling, you know, to, to tread water, basically, and you're seeing, you know, massive profits, mm-hmm. uh, going to, uh, to those that already had so much to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, look, you know, I uh, I've always said this. I never begrudge anybody anything they have if they've earned it on their own, mm-hmm. you know. You can mock Jeff Bezos all you want, but the guy started in his garage. Right. I don't know if he came from money. I don't know his whole backstory. I want to believe 
It sounds like it. it certainly didn't come from that amount no, of money. No. Well, and that's why we also didn't begrudge Mackenzie Bezos for, yeah. you know, in that divorce. She deserved, mm-hmm. it. you know, it's not just a stand by your man chauvinistic thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, at some point he said, honey, I'm going to quit my job and sell books out of the garage. And she said, go for it. Yeah. No, listen, I I applaud that. Now, is his the ethics behind Amazon and the way they operate, is that to be applauded? Probably not. But what he built uh, certainly should be, uh, certainly a man of his own means, you know, if you if you build anything sort of widget company and it becomes this monstrosity of a corporation, then good on you. Uh, I always yeah have issues with the guy who becomes the CEO of the widget company that was already there, and you're basically just the face of the company, right? And you're cashing ten million dollar bonus checks every six months. Uh, that that's a problem. If or if you're I don't know born into wealth and have that huge upper hand that helps you get to where you. Uh, where the next step is, but then I guess even then, you know, if if your if your family has some money and it that helps and some connections that starts things for you, but then you build from that. Other than I guess the Kardashians fall under that, and so that's tough to even applaud or acknowledge. Right. But uh, but yeah, you know, working hard and and trying to uh, look at even even if you work really hard and you get to a certain place in life. That, you know, you're happy with that in your career, you're, you know, you're like, hey, I've made it to this level and I'm happy with that. Even if that doesn't come with a ton of wealth, that's still a huge success Mm -hmm. because so many people just work to survive. So many people just have a job. They don't have a career. Right. 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 So, yeah, but I just, yeah, certainly when it comes to this, this quiet quitting, mm. you know, some people have been up in arms about it. And, you know, you're seeing uh, nurses right now yep. uh, who are, are screaming and shouting because a lot of it when it comes in the public sector is the squeaky wheel getting the grease mm-hmm. in this, right? Like you, you, you have to get the problem out there loud enough to get public support. Or else the government doesn't hear it and doesn't really do anything about it, mm-hmm. right? But there have a lot, been a lot of people who are just, you know, quietly have given up and said, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna, all right, I'm, I'm being paid to do this job, I'll do the job, but you know, don't come looking for more. Yeah, and if there's anybody in the public sector who I uh, would support, uh, 110%, it's it's nurses. I mean, any any time. Uh, I've been in an emergency or at the hospital for any reason. Those those nurses, they work their ass off. Oh, yeah. Well, it never stops. Doing even more so now. And 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 what's interesting now is part. I I think part of this problem uh, is and not and not. It is no not only about nurses and 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 the healthcare struggles that we're going through. It's happening in every business and and every mm-hmm. you know, almost walk of life right now. Is that there are a lot of people taking advantage of this pandemic in the sense that if I got a sniffle, mm-hmm. right, you know, companies are saying, don't come in now, mm-hmm. right? They, we used to work through a lot of sniffles and coughs and, and, and common colds. Whereas now, even if you don't believe that it's COVID or you don't even believe in COVID mm-hmm. you know, anymore, you know, and you want a day off, uh, I'll just call in with a sniffle. We all can't come in. And what are they going to say? Oh, no, you know, yeah, that's right. They're going to say don't come in. And so we're getting staffing shortages in every walk of life because people aren't showing up for work. Part of that is, I think, you know, kind of a quiet quitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't feel like going in, so yep. I'm not going to do it. 
Yeah, and and certainly in a company where maybe half the staff is still working remotely and you've got to come in, you know, our situation could be very similar to that. You you could start to feel like, well, this is BS. Why am I in here every single day for the last three years right. and they haven't stepped foot in the place? You know, but they're still working all day from home. The, the opposite, though, of that is... Is that we don't want anybody around us with right. sniffles. <laughs> I left this booth the other morning and I heard a coworker walk in the halls who sneezed twice. Yeah. I came back in the booth to wait for that sneeze to settle. Yeah. You it, know? it is funny. Like a sne- you hear a sneeze now. It's like a grenade went off around oh, yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Diving for cover. We've said it a thousand times. I'd rather poop my pants or throw up on myself <laughs> than sneeze or cough in public. Rock mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.